It's Friday, February 9th. Today's WBFO brief was recorded at around 8.30 in the morning. This is WBFO News. A lawsuit accuses National Guard members of abusing migrants who have been housed in western New York. The New York Times reports the lawsuit filed in Manhattan federal court alleges the abusive behavior, including sexual misconduct, was centered at the Quality Inn in Cheektowaga, where many asylum seekers have been housed since coming to the region. In response to the development, a statement from the Guard's New York military indicated any Guard member caught violating its rules would face consequences. Also named in the suit were supervisors for DocGo, the company contracted to house migrants throughout the state. A local member of the state assembly is sponsoring legislation in response to the recent carbon monoxide poisoning of dozens of people at a Cheektowaga ice rink. Assemblymember Monica Wallace will hold a press conference this afternoon to outline the proposal that looks to ensure safe air quality at indoor ice rinks. Wallace is also sponsoring legislation to create a tax exemption on the purchase of residential fire alarms and carbon monoxide detectors. And a boil water order is in place for village of Fredonia water customers and properties outside the village boundaries supplied by their water system. The Chicago County Health Department says a disruption in treatment at the water treatment plant led to water that was not adequately treated and could contain harmful microbes. Water must be boiled for drinking, cooking, making ice, brushing teeth, and making coffee. portion of the Kensington Expressway is open again after it was closed to traffic for several hours as police investigated the death of a woman whose body was found on the roadway. Cheektowaga police say they received a call around 6.30 p.m. that a woman had been ejected from a vehicle on the westbound section of the highway between Cayuga and Union Roads. The identity of the 21-year-old woman has not been released. Police are asking for the public's assistance with their investigation. Buffalo police are asking, also asking rather for the public's help as they look into a Thursday morning shooting near the Marine Drive Apartments. According to a city spokesperson, suspects were possibly attempting to steal property from vehicles in a parking lot when an individual shot one of the suspects in the leg. Detectives say the other suspects fled in a vehicle which was reported stolen out of Amherst. The vehicle was located a short time later unoccupied in Buffalo. The juvenile suspect who was struck in the leg was transported by ambulance to Oshai Children's Hospital. Police are also investigating a Wednesday night fatal shooting. Officers responded to the call just before 6.30 p.m. to the 300 block of Warwick Avenue, where a 60-year-old man was found deceased after being struck by gunfire. Police are asking anyone with information on either case to call or text the confidential tip call line. And a professor of music at UB is celebrating her Grammy win at this year's award ceremony. Melissa White and her colleagues won for Best Classical Compendium at last Sunday's awards. The WBFO Brief Podcast is made possible by Canisius University. Join Canisius on Saturday, March 2nd for a Discovery Day event to learn how your high school student can prepare for college now. Register today at canisius.edu slash visit. A healthier present and future for Buffalo Public School students was the topic of discussion during the winter meeting of the School Health and Wellness Collaborative of Buffalo Thursday night. The BPS has made strides to provide healthier and more culturally appropriate lunch options, but attendees of the collaborative say more needs to be done, including creating a new food commissary hub for the district. Those plans are currently on hold in the Common Council over the issue of funding. Buffalo Parent Teacher Organization co-chair Danielle Grismala says it's imperative 
to get the project off the ground. Commissary's in bad shape, the one that we're using now. We can't keep staying there. We need to move. And when our lease is up, the plan was in place for us to break ground, I think, in September. And we would have been on target and so on and so Mm -hmm. forth. But because of delays and who knows, inaction, or maybe people didn't think it was as important, and we got involved, talked to community members, parents, students, and people pushed, like, wait, this is really important. It's important to everyone. The projected 20,000-square-foot food hub on East Elephant Avenue would serve fresh foods from New York Farms to the district's 30,000 students. The anticipated cost of the project is estimated at over $44 million. Domestic violence is often cited as a woman's issue. But one advocate and retired football player addressed high school students about changing their mentalities during a local summit. WBFO's Alex Simone spoke to students about what they learned. You can talk as much as you want on it, but when you have experience on it, you have an entirely different perspective, and hearing that changes a lot. That's Williamsville South High School student Ayushi Sena talking about the impact when domestic violence survivors shared their stories during this year's Teen Relationship Violence Awareness Summit at Buffalo History Museum. The event's keynote speaker was Don McPherson, a former Syracuse University and Hamilton Tiger Cats football player who has been working for 30 years to help change perceptions about domestic violence. McPherson says there need to be more conversations because a lot of men don't understand what a healthy relationship means. In many ways, it hasn't changed much. In many ways, we are still talking to to boys and men about toxic masculinity and um, expecting them to eradicate rape culture when we don't even talk to them about what healthy relationships look like. Health science charter school student Jaden Gray says hearing diversified viewpoints helps because not everyone's circumstances are the same. I just like to stay mindful. That's, that's really it. I, I just want to stay mindful and I just keep an open mind into everybody's perspective. And I actually like that he came up and gave a different perspective. McPherson says men also have to be more willing to speak up because too often they become silent in the face of domestic violence. From the Buffalo History Museum, I'm Alex Simone, WBFO News. I'm Anthony Chase. And I'm Peter Hall. And Congressman Higgins has stepped down, and this would be his first week as president of Shea's Buffalo Theater, which means that the first touring show of his tenure will be Funny Girl coming in on Tuesday. Funny Girl continuing uh, the Broadway series back from 1964. I guess they searched and searched for stars. They tried this star and that star and nothing worked out. And finally, somebody said, how about Barbara Streisand? I guess she was not the universal choice. Well, and of course, after directing at Garson Kanan, the brilliant Garson Kanan, he wrote Born Yesterday. But after directing Funny Girl, he said he would never direct another musical as long as he lived. (laughs) It had apparently not been a pleasant experience, but it did catapult Barbara Streisand to stardom and then was not revived for a long time. And and when it did come in with, with Beanie Feldstein, did not go well. Not entirely her fault. It was a lackluster production, and they re-energized it by bringing in Leah Michelle, where it went like gangbusters, and now the national tour. Not with Leah Michelle. <laughs> well, we wish uh, Mr. Higgins all success, and right next door to Shays Performing Arts Center is the Shays Smith Theater, where it's reefer madness. <laughs> River Madness from O'Connell and Company. They took that 1930s film warning young people about the dangers and evils of marijuana 
it was not tongue-in-cheek, but of course, in subsequent decades watching it, it is hilarious. And so this musical of Reefer Madness is told with all the earnestness of the original uh, as comedy. I think that each of us grows up being shamed into compliance with society and has come to question lessons we've been told as a child or made to absorb guilt, which seemed disproportionate to anything we'd done. And those are the features that this musical taps into in order to expose their absurdity and to make us laugh, all the while culling great Hollywood cliches. I'm too old, kid, but you're young. You can escape. You can save yourself. All of those cliches. And one marijuana cigarette leading immediately to a life of crime, stolen cars, police chases, you name it. Utter degradation, yes. Kevin Geese playing the role of the sweet-faced 16-year-old, and it all goes wrong. But I do remember growing up in the 50s, taking all those messages very seriously. I was terrified that someday someone would give me a cigarette and it would have marijuana in it, and I would be hooked and have to leave home and live a life of shame. (laughs) I bought into it. Right. And yes, I remember that moment in college when my friends and I realized that we were the men our parents had warned us about and that we were pretty harmless. And now seeing the cannabis shops just absolutely everywhere, I, I see uh, parents standing, children waiting while they, buy their, while they buy their weed. And from my age, it's like, oh, good, good Lord, what am I seeing here? Of course, I've, I remember wandering into liquor stores with my dad, not thinking a thing about it. Oh, uh. I, I don't know if there's total equivalency there, but, but at any rate, I recognize that different generations view these things differently. Well, speaking of generations, there's a very powerful, wonderful play out at Jewish Repertory Theater. It's called Kinder Transport. And the basic setup is plans to transport about 10,000 children, mostly Jewish, from Germany to safer places, mostly England. And I thought it was going to be some sort of historic play. And I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but oh my gosh, it is so much more. And the acting is just divine. Adam Yellen of Jewish Rep told me that he got all of his first choice actors for this one. And I believe it. It was so well done. It's been done in town before, I remember, uh, yes. years, years ago, Lisa Ludwig playing the role. That amazingly nuanced, complex, both a laugh and a, and a wince line, I'm sorry for the delay, to the child she comes to retrieve, who has not known her own mother, who has made spectacular sacrifices for her and wants her back. I will have catching up to do. The one thing about covering a live art is that when you get cold away and... I had to attend a memorial over the weekend, and you cannot be at the live theater. And so I'm a step behind. It was able to catch Reefer Madness, but do have to go. Kinder Transport, a Rehearsal for Murder, A Funny Girl Coming Up. I ought to be in pictures at Desiderio's. We have Fauci Kramer, which I keep calling Fauci Verdon, but it's about Dr. Fauci and Larry Kramer, <laughs> AIDS activist, which First Look Buffalo will be doing Drew Fornarola's play. And over at American Repertory Theater, London Calling is one of those musical series inspired by the music of The Clash. So we'll try to help everyone keep track. But in the meantime, for Theater Talk on WBFO, I'm Peter Hall. And I'm Anthony Chase. Don't forget to like or subscribe so you can help others find this podcast. And if you love it, leave a review too. The WBFO Brief Podcast and the award-winning journalism of WBFO's news team are made possible by our members. Thank you for listening. 